I'm Kate Daniels. We're at that time of year preparing for the holidays, the celebrations, and the gifting. So consider this, the Issaquah Reindeer Festival, as a way to maybe cover that territory for your family or friends or both. To get some insights into what is happening and going to happen soon, we have Sasha Hendricks, Education Curator with the Cougar Mountain Zoo with us this morning to take us on a virtual tour. So let's get ready for the holiday fun times. Sasha Hendricks, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Well, I'm excited too because this is all, you know, just such great, exciting time. You know, everybody, you know, regardless of age, this is kind of an ageless season. We all feel the excitement. And of course, with Cougar Mountain Zoo, I mean, there's kind of the highlight with the reindeer festival going on, right? Or it's going to be starting here imminently. Imminently is the proper word to use. So once we end our uh, last uh, event for the year, which is our Slytherin Scream event for Halloween, that's when we already start getting geared up for festival. So the the zoo will technically start closing down. So at the end of November, it will officially close to reopen for our reindeer festival. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> and of course, the key word being reindeer and that just brings up so many visions. Let's go back in time to the spring, though, because part of the reindeer happening is that uh, they live here at Cougar Mountain Zoo, and there were babies born, right? They sure do. So we're really fortunate to have a wonderful herd of 16 reindeer. Uh, We were able to have, um, you know, some interact last year, and we were fortunate enough to have three calves born this year. So they are making their way, learning how to be big reindeer amongst the herd right now, and it's really exciting to watch them grow. So they're kind of like calves and colts that are born. So they're born pretty much uh, ready to start kind of hobbling around, right? Absolutely. What's fascinating is that even in the wild, reindeer have been known to have to be up and moving within 20 minutes to an hour after being born. And that's because there's some predators lurking around that might think they're a tasty treat. So we do see something pretty similar to our facility, usually right after they're born. Mom kind of takes care of them a little bit, helps get them up and moving. And they're usually dry and running around within the day. And at this point, so they were born in the spring. They're like six, seven months. about six months right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what are they size-wise? Oh, my gosh. So they were born around 12 pounds. And if I'd have to estimate, I would say probably just under 100 pounds right now. <gasps> okay. They grow very, very fast. So that is one of those extra fun bits is watching them, you know, pointing out to visitors, that's a reindeer calf. They're like, that's the size of a Great Dane. <laughs> they're, they're quite big already, but still just as adorable. So they're not quite ready to be part of the team that's going to pull the sleigh. That is correct. Currently, they are being trained on our training sleigh we have at the facility. So Santa wants to make sure that all of his reindeer that come into his herd are ready to go. (laughs) That has to be so exciting. And, of course, (laughs) that's what uh, all the visitors, as we come for the Reindeer Festival— we'll see some of that happening throughout the day, right? Absolutely. So that's one of my favorite parts of the Reindeer Festival is the reindeer on display all day. And so while Santa is there greeting all of his friends that come visit, you're able to get pretty much up close and personal with his reindeer to check them out. So you'll see a lot of what we call reindeer games. And that involves the reindeer prancing and pronging around, playing and hanging out with each other. And it's just a lot of fun. 
So when you say prancing, it, of there course, is. reminds me of of the songs and all the festivity of you know all the decades of this season when you know parents and grandparents and now the young kids are are, are just kind of sharing all of that experience. So the prancing is a, a name, but it's also <laughs> part of songs, and so it, we really get quite in the spirit of celebrating, don't we? Absolutely. And that's what I love is that you'll see the reindeer prancing, you see little children prancing, and we have actually had generations come back and visit. So those that started, you know, attending the festival back when it was just a wonderful little herd of reindeer uh, to now our size and the extent that it is now. So it's a great way just to see you know, intergenerational and being able to experience it on all age levels. So that's a a, a good little uh, digression we'll do at this point, but a very key part of the celebration is coming together intergenerationally Mm -hmm. because it may be something that parents or the grandparents experienced years ago and want to share with the family now. So it's just a, a really one of those priceless gifts that you can give someone. It is. So we have so many different options to be able to just keep on enjoying uh, not only the festival, but the rest of the facility all year long. So for us, we have our memberships and our memberships are wonderful because it you know provides you the opportunity to see the facility uh, first of January through uh, November. And uh, then afterwards, it is part of the membership is the uh, Ranger Festival. So you can still come as a member and experience the Reindeer Festival under your membership. Another great way we have is if people are interested or from coming out of town, you actually can buy little uh, tickets to be able to come and enjoy the Reindeer Festival as well. Or you can get them at the gate. It's up to you. Yes. So lots and lots of ways to do it. We should mention the website for any of these reasons. So, you know, to get a membership, yes. to buy, find out about tickets, to get directions to get to Cougar Mountain Zoo. Absolutely. So the best way to gather that information is going to www.cougarmountainzoo.org. So that'll give you all the great info about our memberships, our uh, information pertaining to the festival, etc. So, of course, at this season, you know, the festival is really uh, you know, at the forefront of our minds. Mm-hmm. But as you mentioned, membership, this is something that's ongoing that uh, is a wonderful gift to maybe consider giving to a family who you just don't know what to give them. This is something that they will then remember you every time they go throughout the entire year. I highly agree. So for us, we have that opportunity then to be able to see little events we also have going on. So we have Uh, Like I mentioned, Slither and Scream earlier, we have our Earth Day event, and all those just constantly throughout the year give a chance for the the public to come and not only have fun that way, but just to be able to appreciate our collection as well. Uh, Since we are ran by a nonprofit organization, every penny that comes through for our, our donations goes right back to the animals in the zoo. And I was thinking about that very key thing, (laughs) is the funding, because as wonderful as this is, and I think we're getting that kind of vibe from this, it's really incomparable across the country, but it doesn't just happen out of thin air. It, It takes finances to run it. So memberships is one way that you can depend on it, but of course, donations just in general. Absolutely. As I mentioned, every penny does count. Uh, But we do then provide at least other chances for individuals to go that extra mile. So you can do the general um, contributions 
Uh, we also do have encounter opportunities, so individuals that can come and, and donate a minimum amount and be able to interact with some of our animals one-on-one. So that's always a very fun way to, to kind of go a little above and beyond and be able to have a great time as well. Yes. So that's another benefit of membership. Yes. Right? Yes. You actually do get a discount if you're a member on our encounters, but uh, anyone within the age range of each encounter can participate. Oh, very exciting. (laughs) So when we think about the Reindeer Festival, obviously at the forefront are the reindeer, Mm -hmm. but uh, some of the other family members of the zoo play a key role, don't they? Absolutely. So we are considered to be the most unique holiday event in the Northwest because we do have additional uh, extra fun you can partake during the festival. And those extra family members are the other animals playing their part. So you can come on by, of course, visit Santa and his wonderful reindeer. And we will have, you know, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Calm, Acute, the Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. And don't forget all of the other reindeer. She's delightful. (laughs) But we do have other friends that join us throughout that time. So we have our Bengal Tigers, which are very helpful in making candy canes because they have stripes. Uh, We have our wonderful Santa's listeners, which are our mule deer because of their wonderful ears to listen in on who's naughty and nice. (laughs) Uh, And you cannot forget those South American reindeer, which actually help the northern team take a break at the equator. So when you come by and visit, you get to visit Santa and his reindeer, but all the other animal friends as well. And, you know, just as you're expressing all of this, Sasha, I'm thinking you are such a wealth of information. (laughs) So we should let people know that this wealth of information has been uh, learned over the years from university, but also for many, many years of working at the zoo. Yes, I am very honored that I've been part of Cougar Mountain Zoo, uh, at least for employment since 2005. I was an intern in 2003. So throughout the years, I've enjoyed many facets of the facility and pretty much have called the zoo my home. Isn't that exciting? So I I think that that is something too that any uh, wee young person that comes to the zoo and has this particular love of animals would probably be inspired by you. It's pretty fun to talk to children of all ages, so down to the little ones that have their little stuffed animal wolves, to even teenagers that are thinking of pursuing this as a career. So we really do our best to be able to be accessible to all walks of, you know, individuals and ages to be able to promote their passion for animals. Because truly, our main mission statement, which is conservation through education, is there thanks to all of them. So we're hopeful by talking to the public, we're able to promote that and promote their uh, passion for animals as well. And those two words together, conservation and education, mm. I don't know that there's anything that is even so much more important in our lives than having conservation to save what we have for the future, for future generations. And to educate, to have that understanding is so logical. That's how the kids are going to really learn. Absolutely. And that's why that's been our mission since pretty much day one of the establishment of the facility, is the understanding that by talking to people, you know, causing awareness for these animals, it's really what's going to be the big part in helping save them in the long run. And that is another you know, degree of mine is wanting to make sure the children that do come in today will still have the opportunity to see some of these animals in the wild when they're adults. And by being able just to talk to them at a young age, get them inspired and interested, there's the hope that they'll want to go out and do more. Yes. And keep areas pristine and keep areas natural so that the animals that are in the wild 
can safely live there. Absolutely. And believe it or not, we do believe that no animals should be in captivity. But the ones that are there there are ambassadors for the wild kid. They're there to be able to speak for those that can't and be able to help promote the conservation of their wild kin. Yes. So they've got a big job to do at the zoo. Yes. I, feel, I feel they do a pretty darn good job. <laughs> and, and it is a very natural setting for them. Yes, we do our best to try to mimic their natural environment. Uh, there are some species where climate can be a little bit different, so we still adjust them and acclimate them from there. Uh, but when you do come visit the reindeer, you will see their exhibit is a tundra-like exhibit. When you go visit the tigers, they have natural water features, uh, vegetation, and other accompanying items that are similar to what they would you know, appreciate in their natural environment. Right. <laughs> And the educational piece, I was going through the website and it just really struck me how critically important that is besides what we've said, but to learn even new things. So case in point, I saw a little uh, uh, photo, little round circle that had camelid. Yes. And I thought, that's a word I'm not familiar with. And boy, was I educated? So, I mean, it That's happens, <laughs> you know, even as we're older adults yeah. that we can keep learning. Tell us about camelids. Absolutely. Though. Oh, I love it. Camelids and rat tights. Those are two of those family names you don't hear too often. So our representation from our camelids is our alpaca. So camelids involved camels, alpacas, llamas, and their two wild cousins, Vicuña and Guanaco. And so when you come to the zoo, especially if you're there during our mammal walk that we have at 1230, a lot of the times you'll see one of our alpacas actually taking a stroll through the zoo with one of our keepers, of course. But it's a great way to gather more information about that wonderful family that not many people know about, at least to the degree of how many there are in that one family. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it but that term, I'd never even heard the yeah. term before. So see how we can become educated, informed really key. And the thing is, in the neighborhood where I live, there are people on an acreage who have some alpacas and some llamas. <laughs> now I know something more about right? them. You right? know, they're also cousins. Uh, and actually, alpacas and uh, llamas are cousins in their more uh, direct, uh, I would say relative, are actually the wild species. So vicuña are more closely related to alpacas and guanacos are more closely related to llamas. The more you know. So there we are. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is just a little tidbit of information of the vast amount that you can learn by visiting Cougar Mountain Zoo. Absolutely. So one of my favorite objectives of our uh, facility as well is that throughout the day, we have many lectures that the public can attend. So these mini lectures are typically species specific, starting at 1030, going through the day till 330. And it's the opportunity to not only learn some amazing facts about these species, but to be able to pretty much see them in a different light. Majority of every uh, lecture, there is an enrichment involved. And enrichment is key for animals in captivity. It's a stimulus. So it's giving the animal something to do, whether it is a, a new scent to smell, um, maybe some food enrichment, which is usually a hit, uh, or even some sort of new um, interactive toy, sound, uh, anything to give those animals that opportunity to interact with it. So being in captivity, life's pretty nice. We provide for them everything they need, uh, you know, full medical, full dental, uh, <laughs> everything that they would need to have a nice, healthy life. Uh, so we want to make sure they're not bored. So that's our job then as their caretakers and stewards is to give them those items to be able to have a very fulfilling and enriching life. 
So that makes me wonder about, you know, the number of people that it takes to be involved in this way. Are some of those uh, opportunities volunteer situations? We do have volunteers and we love our volunteers. So once it been being part of a nonprofit, uh, you know, funds can fluctuate. Uh, and being able to have full-time staff people is not to the degree that, you know, one would hope. But those volunteers are lo- literally the heart of our zoo. They are there to pump through and get everything moving, especially the educational aspect. So our volunteers, we do deem them as docents. An educational docent is an individual that is talking to the public daily and helping to be able to promote that conservation through education. So they're there as living signs to be better said. So anyone can read a sign, but to experience it through another individual is a whole nother world. Right. And what's really quite wonderful in terms of that is uh, the school system now requires volunteer experience as part of graduation. Not that you're forced to, but I think kids actually enjoy doing that. It just gives them, gets out of the classroom and does something in the community. Definitely. So our minimum age to volunteer is 18, but we have a lot of wonderful uh, college students that will come through and definitely Mm. gain that additional bit of experience that they would need. So a lot of times during the summer, we'll have our internships as well. Uh, Those are very coveted spots, but gives you a whole awesome realm of what it's like to be a zookeeper. And that's how you started, it right? (laughs) So that definitely helped me out to know, all right, this is what I can see doing for the rest of my life. So just out of curiosity, when you went to Cougar Mountain Zoo Mm -hmm. as an intern, had you visited before that? How did you become aware of it? I had. So I've been a resident of Issaquah since 1987. So my family and I moved there when I was just a little kid. And as I grew up in that area, our school actually did uh, visit on a field trip there Mm -hmm. during that time. And so I was aware of it as a young, young child, Uh, had the opportunity at one point to assist in one of their small programs when I was in high school. And then following that, when I was pursuing my uh, bachelor's of science in zoology, I came across their internship and I said, hey, what do you know? I'm applicable. I'm going to give this a shot. (laughs) Yeah. And I did. And look at this now, (laughs) all these years later. It does. It's nice to show, you know, your hard work does pay off. Yes. Because, you know, doing the math, quick calculation here, that was 15 years ago that you were an intern. Crazy. (gasps) Crazy, isn't it? (laughs) Makes me think, wow, that's a a significant chunk of time that's been pretty amazing. (laughs) And you, of course, have seen lots of changes over time. Yes. So that has been one of the most amazing, uh, in my opinion, is just seeing, you know, the contribution of people that then provide those donations to then help the zoo expand. Because that's really the only way that the zoo is able to bring in new species to help with education, to provide, you know, upgrades and better areas for the facility. Because uh, we actually have, hopefully, projected completion date is fall of 2019 is our new world of lemurs. So wow. I'm really looking forward to that. That's one's been long and running. And thanks to, you know, monetary donations and, and members and visitors, we're getting there. Wow. So that is the advantage of being a member of the zoo is keeping tabs on that. And then when uh, the opening happens, being able to be right there present. Yep, You truly know that your donation has gone towards their their construction and their well-being. Yes. (laughs) So are the lemurs involved in all the celebration at the festival? 
So, yes, they are. They have a multi-purpose um, position. So Santa recruited them to be what he calls are his sentinels. So they do make a variety of vocalizations. And so they're there to help alert the visitors that uh, Santa is visiting from the North Pole. He is uh, on grounds at the festival and to make sure to go say hi. So they are in temporary housing right now, but you will still be able to view them during that time. So great. <laughs> so there are so many of these various experiences to visit and see all the different creatures, the animals that are part of Santa's whole menagerie, I guess, <laughs> to, to celebrate. It, it, it takes so much to make this happen. Absolutely. On, on many realms. So, you know, especially just to get Santa ready for the, the season. Uh, there's a lot of those, you know, the elves do help, but the animals help, too. Yes, uh, but it does take a lot of you know hard work and time for the rest of the the staff and volunteers and uh, other individuals to make it just as amazing as it is. And thinking of the elves, another really important experience of visiting during the reindeer festival has to do with the elves. It does. So throughout your time there, not only, you know, make sure to go say hi to the big man, because we are fortunate that he does visit us. We do have elves that roam the festival the entire time. So some fun ways to interact with them is always welcome to take a picture with an elf. That's one of their favorite parts. Uh, But we do have story time with elves as well. So um, there are certain times throughout the day that you can go get one of the wonderful holiday stories read by one of our elves at the facility. So and you'll see them hanging out and they are happy to also tell you some of those great informations about Santa's collection at that time. So it just is an incredibly wonderful way to spend a day. I don't even know if a day would be enough to experience everything, right? It it definitely can, especially with all the fun that goes on. So for festival, we are open first of the 23rd every day. That's a little bit different because during our general hours of operation, it is Wednesday through Sunday. And that's because smaller staff and being able to staff it accordingly. Mm-hmm. So first of the 23rd, every day in December, uh, and it is open from 1030 to uh, 430 or dusk. So we got to make sure everything's all nice and, and safe uh, so that Santa then can head out for the night and then come back the next day. Yes. But it is since we do have uh, the story time going on throughout the day, Santa to visit the other animals. It's a great way to spend a nice full day at the facility. Yes. So plan to arrive on time as the gates open. I would say that's going to be your best bet. We do have lines uh, occasionally, but we have some really efficient systems of getting everyone in and having a great time right off the bat. So yes. we're excited for that. <laughs> so you you have time to get yourself organized, but 23 days, that is 23 days worth of celebrating, yeah. <laughs> you know, that can go by really quickly unless you <laughs> deliberately sit down and decide this is when we can go. Exactly. Right. So it's good to definitely pre-plan, uh, and especially for kiddos that want to make sure they get Santa's letter in time. You want to make sure to have that all set. We do have a post office as well. So if you did forget, you can always come back, write him a little letter, and he'll get it. Yes. No worries. See, got all the bases covered to make sure. We really do. We want to make sure that everyone's holiday is just the best it can be. Yes. (laughs) And Santa watches over us, so we have to be real careful. (laughs) And I think that that's it. This is a way to make the whole holiday season extra magical. Absolutely. So uh, even though the zoo is closed and we have uh, Santa's animal friends there, we want to make sure the entire festival is decorated in holiday-themed decorations so that you're going to have a magical time your time there. Yes. Oh, I don't see how it's possible to not have a great time. <laughs> so if a person has never experienced it, it should be at the top of the list of, 
of special experiences for this year? Oh, absolutely. So it's something that not only is a memory of a lifetime, but one you want to keep reliving every year. So it gives you just, it it always pumps us all up into that holiday spirit as well. Because when we start decorating, we're seeing everything come to life. And then when Santa arrives, it's just perfect. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about gifts of experience is that they're very personal in how we experience it. Mm -hmm. And then it's something that lives within us so we can revisit and reminisce and we can have those photos, especially the one sitting on Santa's knee, right? Absolutely. That's one of my favorite is we do have the opportunity where individuals can, of course, purchase a photo with um, themselves or their children with Santa. And uh, you'll actually have people that come back every year and say our mantle is just covered (laughs) in photos from, you know, the first time our little one is screaming on Santa's lap to where they're finally calm and content and up to teenage years even. I love seeing the teenagers come back. That's my favorite. <laughs> I was like, good for you. <laughs> Absolutely. It just shows that we're never too old to be a child. Oh, no, no. We've had all, all ages, and I appreciate that because everyone can experience that magic of the holidays. And another reason then, thinking of the photos, another reason to come early in the season is to get that photo done. So you might think of it in terms of cards you send out or in terms of framing it as a gift to someone. Absolutely. And we do have the opportunity as well where you can purchase one of our professional ones or you can even bring your own camera in and get a couple pictures with that. So it does then provide the opportunity of multi-realms to be able to continue enjoying those photos. Ah, just so much excitement (laughs) right Right. (laughs) and and it's coming really soon it is (laughs) so it's time to really prepare and and take a look at that calendar and again to get all the details the website is a wealth of information yes so we do have an extra tab as well that says the Isqual Reindeer Festival so please click on that for more information on all the fun events we have throughout that time uh, as well as admission donation prices and anything else in accordance. So that website, again, is www.cougarmountainzoo.org. Oh, very exciting times. And so all the that decor, the sparkle, that's the one thing about the you know, this season is the lights and the tinsel and, you know, just all the colors just makes it so exciting. And just to have the live animals there. Yes. And we're so fortunate to be in the Pacific Northwest where it does just kind of exemplify the extra special of the holiday season. We have the beautiful evergreen trees, the cool Mm -hmm. climate of the mountain. And of course, with the reindeer and Santa, that's an extra addition. But yes, <laughs> but yes, all the other animals joining in just make it that more magical and, and whimsical. Yes, absolutely. And so you've had many of these seasons already under your belt, so to speak. Yes. And and it's every year. Do you find it to be just again getting geared up and excited? I do. So this will be my fourteenth Iskwal Reindeer Festival that I've been participating in. And every time, even though, you know, it's familiar, something is always new and special and and just that more extra fun. So I find myself listening to holiday tunes more. And then even throughout the month, it just kind of just keeps the fun going. So a lot of us are really fortunate that we can have that as our, you know, interactive fun the entire time that month. Yeah. (laughs) I just think of it as sometimes um, it can feel like the, the holidays just get to be too intense or time just kind of whizzes by too quickly. This is an opportunity to, I think, just take time and really have a 
a peaceful time together with friends and family and enjoy each other's company and just really get a sense of the season. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more because during this time, you know, there's a lot we usually have to take care of, either gathering gifts or accommodating visitors from out of town. But this gives you that breakaway. You kind of get to transform into this environment that's so you know, fun and magical that you just, you, you can't not not have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you say gathering gifts, the thing that I really feel very uh, strongly about is how this gift of experience can take care of so many things that you think you need to shop for. Here, it can be taken care of in one day, and it's going to be probably the gift that will be talked about more than anything else. Absolutely. So there are, you know, if you're kind of strapping for that one idea, you can't think for a friend, we probably have an option for you. So whether it is those encounters we discussed, which are amazing experiences, to our wonderful Wild Treasures gift shop, which has so many fun stuffed animals that I probably would take them all home if I could, (laughs) (laughs) to even the degrees of, um, you know, being able just to do that one extra fun of like a paving stone that we have at our facilities. So there's so many fun ways to go above and beyond and just to be able to be part of our our small community. So So the way to do it is just go to the website, which is? Uh, www.cougarmountainzoo.org. And make that decision to be there and just have the most fabulous holiday season ever. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Sasha Hendricks, it's been so wonderful to have you here and get us all (laughs) wound up and excited. I know. It's one of those where I'm like, ah, the season's upon us. Yes. I'm very excited as well. (laughs) Well, it's been wonderful to have you here. Thank you so greatly. Thank you for having me. This was an absolute joy. You're welcome.